discusses when animal falls into the garden. We only pay for what it landed on, not for the stuff that it eats. How did the animal fall? What did it eat that your putter on? And where would you be chayiv if the animal then falls in and goes around eating? What happens if it damaged, not by eating, but by, with its Dumei Vlodois? And then we discussed the Makar for evaluating, evaluating the value of the field, not the, val- the value of what it ate, and how exactly we do that evaluation. Now, Mishnah had said, if the animal falls into a garden, you have to pay whatever Hano you got from this animal eating, but not what it damaged. Now, Rav says, you pay for what it landed on, for what it ruined for the cushioning of its fall, of its fall, but you don't pay for what it ate. Even the hano you don't pay for. The this is Rav saying his shita that the animal shouldn't have eaten. So it's his. The owner of the animal will say, "Hey, my animal shouldn't have eaten. That has nothing to do with me. I'm not paying for it." But the Gemara says you can't compare it. Rav only says that the animal shouldn't eat when I put poison in front of your animal. I should say your animal shouldn't have eaten. It's my my fault that your animal ate. But when it's my animal eating. We're not going to say that. I'm going to be high for what my animal eats. Rather, Rav is just saying a loimi boy. He says, not only are you going to have to pay for the hano that your animal got for landing on something cushioned, aka your vegetables, your produce. Don't say, the havmina would be that the owner of the field can say, I was just saving your animal, it was like I was chasing a lion away from damaging some, your animal. I put this cushion, it was my cushion, my vegetables, that cushioned you. I was just saving your animal. He was just doing that mitzvah. Maybe you would not even have to pay for the hano that your animal got. Kamash Malon, that much you do have to pay. The Gemara says, Taka, why isn't it a case of the guy just chasing away a lion? There shouldn't be even a chiyo hano. Two answers. Either we only say when you're actually saving his animal with your das intentionally. And here, my, my, my vegetables were just out there the whole time. It happens to be your animal landed on them. There's no das in that. Or number two, we only say that I'm doing this mitzvah of saving your animal by chasing away this lion when there's no pseida. But over here, since his vegetables are being ruined, we're not going to say that, that the animal doesn't have to pay for the hano that he got from the cushioning. Now the Gemara asks, how exactly did your animal fall into this field? Right, if it was a pshia, you'll be chayev. But what was this oinus case? If Kahana says that he slipped on his own meireg and Rava says that his friend pushed him in. It's a bigger chiddish to say that you'll be potter when your own animal pushed him in because there there is a shtickle taina of saying hey you should have made your animal single file so that they wouldn't push each other into the garden but one shita holds that even there that's considered an annoyingness but if Gahano says that he slipped in his mayor there he would say that if the animal pushed you in the taka have a taina that you should pay for that that there's a little pshia in there now we have three shitas as to what you're chayiv for when your animal ate. Rav Kahana says that you're only going to be potter on the row that your animal falls into. But if he eats anything else, he walks to the next row and eats, he'll be chayiv full hezek on those vegetables. Rabbi Yoichanan learns differently. He says even a different aruga, a different row, he'll be potter for. Even an entire day. Unless the owner actually 
with his nas, has the animal leave, then when the animal comes back in, he'll be hired for letting the animal back. But if Papa says, even if the animal came back in without the owner knowing, if once the owner knows that this animal was there and he knows that it left, he now has to keep an extra eye on this animal going into this garden because once he saw that there were some delicious you know, vegetables over there, he's going to go back in the next time he's free. He's going to run right back. So you have to keep an extra shmira for this animal in this place. Now the next step in our mission was if the animal were to go down into this field normally, he didn't just fall in. There, if any damages he causes, anything he eats, there, you'll be high full hezek, not just the hano that you got. Rabbi Yirmi asks, what happens if he goes down normally? So there's a certain pshia in that. You just let your animal walk into his garden. But then he damages not by eating, by giving birth. The demay vlad, vlad of this animal is what ruined this field. Now, if you hold then yeah, you're going to be chayev. But what happens if you hold that if originally you were pashay, I let your animal in, but then it was an oinus that the animal gave birth. If you hold that do we say that over here you're going to be potter? Or maybe the fact your animal gave birth is also a pshia because you knew that it was about to give birth. You can see that in an animal. It's not nine months. Whenever, whenever animals are about to give birth and you should have guarded it more. So it would be tzchilas b'pshia v'shoifa b'pshia. And that the Gemara leaves with a teku. Now we said in the Mishnah that the way that we evaluate how much to pay is not by what he ate, but rather what was the field worth before and after. And the Gemara asks, how do we know that that's how we evaluate how much to pay? So, that, so we learn from Uvir b'stei acher, which teaches us that we evaluate the entire field compared to another field. What would this be worth if your animal hadn't trodden all over it. The Gemara says, hold on, but we use over here Vistayachir to learn that you're not chayv for Shainim Rishos HaRabim. The Gemara says we could learn out two things here because the Pasuk could have said Uvir Vistayachavayroi or Stayachir. It says Vistayachir. That tells me not only are you part of Rishos HaRabim, we could also learn that you compare it to another field. And maybe the entire Pasuk Maybe the entire Pasuk is telling me how to evaluate, compare it to another field. Then where do I know that your Pater is just a rabbi? No, because the, the Pasuk could have been placed somewhere else. It could have been placed by Tashlumen. It could have said, karma yishalim Why does the Pasuk put it? By Uvir Bisteyacher? To tell me both Dinim, it's Pater and Harabim, and they evaluate the entirety of the field. Now, how exactly do we evaluate the field? How much of the field do we compare it to? So, Rabbi says, you look at what he ate, a saw compared to 60 saw. A very large amount. So, comparatively, your animal didn't damage all that much. This is actually quite nice to the mazik. The second option is Rabbi Yana. He says, no, that's too broad. We, learn, we, we compare a tarkev to 60 tarkevim. That's one in 30 saw. Uh, Chizkiah learns even less. Uh, a klach in 60 klachim. You just multiply by 60 and say a 60th lost of this damage. How much is that before and after? So the Gemara asks... Lachayor, we have a kasha on all three opinions because we learned that if, if the animal eats a kav or two kavin, so we don't say to pay how much this kav or kavayim are worth. 
we look at it as if it's an entire aruga, a little, a little row, and we evaluate that row. You're looking at it by itself, not compared to an entire field. The Gemara says, no, no, no. You look at it as a row in 60. Whatever the 60 is, according to these three opinions. And the Gemara brings a brayza that says that we don't evaluate a kav because that's paying too much. And we don't evaluate a base core because that's too little. Well, what exactly is this Bryce saying? Where Papa explains. It's saying that you don't evaluate a kav in 60 kaven because that's too nice to the mazik. He's not paying enough. But we don't eva- we, not on the flip side, at the, at the other pole, we don't, look, we don't evaluate a kav in 60 kaven because that's a little too nice to the nizuk. He's getting too much. And the mazik is going to be paying through the, through the, through, through the roof. Now, Huna Bar asks, Why do we say that you don't evaluate it in a base core? Why didn't I just say base core? It should have just said a core. So, Rav Huna Bar in the name of Rav Ahmed, Rav Iko says, You're right. Our mission really says that you don't evaluate a kav by itself because that's too nice to a nizuk. You don't say a kav in a base core because that's too harsh on the nizuk. So, you evaluate it in shishim. Now we have a story to illustrate our sugya. Someone cut down his friend's palm tree. So they went to the Reish Galusa, who wasn't necessarily the biggest tzaddik, but he ran the city. And they said, what should I do? So the Reish Galusa, you know, how much should he pay? So the Reish Galusa said, well, I've seen oh, these trees. There used to be three trees. Between the three of them, it was worth 100 zuz. So you pay a third, right? Because you, you chop down one of them, pay 33.3. But this guy said... Why am I going to this Reish Galusa to get these Persian psukim? This is not the halacha. This isn't from the Tyra. He went to Rabbi Nachman instead. And Rabbi Nachman says, no, no, no. You don't pay for the full tree, the third, uh, one in three. You pay what this would be worth in 60 or less. Now, as we begin the next sugya, Rava says, do we apply the same halacha of your animal damaging to a person who knocks it down himself, who da- did the damage himself? So Abayi tells Rava, why not? Why wouldn't we say the same evaluation by an Odom that we do by Behemoth? Why? Because by Behemoth, the Brisa says that if someone ruins his friend's unripe vineyard, so we see how much it was worth before and after, and he pays the difference. It doesn't say Shishim over there. That, that, that should be Chiddush. That Odom should be different. By Behemoth, we have the same thing. We'll, we'll go into what the price was by Behemoth that also didn't mention Shishim. And that Behemoth and Odom damaging have the same evaluation. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.